Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. It's our final episode of 2021. We'll be ticking off our holiday lists, discussing our year in review and making plans for 2022. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello, hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. By the time that I wrote the info for the intro to this, like we were going to be discussing our year in review, and we are going to discuss our year <laughs> we in will, review, we still will. but <laughs> maybe not um, as fully as we planned on because no. we untapped. You were meant to put your yeah, you've let us down, and, you've not... and you haven't, and yeah. But this is properly, literally, our last recording session. I'm off to the US later this week, and I've got bags, literally strewn everywhere half packed um i've got empty bags to bring beer back in yes i do actually um so (laughs) i mean it's not just me i don't want to sound really sad it's not just me we are taking a second bag that we're gonna share my husband uh for anyone listening i don't know why i didn't say rick but like i felt like (laughs) case yeah, I don't know if you're listening, but yeah, Rick and I are taking a second bag because he's got car stuff that he wants to bring back. I've got beer I want to bring back, and then we're gonna have Christmas presents we're gonna have to bring back. So it's kind of like swings and roundabouts for how we're we gonna do this. So we're like, we'll just share one bag, and then because it's like a hundred quid each or something like that. Are for they? A bag. Yeah, bags are horrendous. Do you know what? I came back <laughs> from like a split one. once. <laughs> I came back, so I had this sweet flight on um it was either virgin or american no ba ba was my favorite um, back from new york um on one of my cruise ships i'd been on basically on this same ship for about two years so i've managed to squirrel away a little bit um and i had about four bags to bring back with me and i ended up spending seven hundred dollars on bags <laughs> I when literally, I'm, well, when I literally I just here, gave them my credit card and went just like just don't tell me just pay for it just just pay it and they were like oh that's a lot is it and I was like I cannot okay. repack these there is no way it's the, the credit card it's the stress don't isn't it me. as well of like where do things sit right. like, weight distribution like all right. that when I, I moved here I literally time. did it in I, I posted nothing I took everything in Rick came to meet me uh we literally packed up I don't know I think in total for counting like carry-ons yeah and my snowboard is one thing literally I think we had like 10 bags total yeah so you can imagine the nightmare we had trying to book a cab we had to be like um we need a people carry on they're like how many people like two people they're like you don't need a people carry. We're like no, we yes, need a we people carry. <laughs> yes we do believe me I know what I'm talking about. But I totally relate. You're like, I don't want to repack this. Just, just I couldn't. I'd already stood in the like... corner and tried. <laughs> I'd already tried. It wasn't happening. The only top tip for anyone that is traveling, like during the holidays, that is like, look, I can't but like I'm taking an extra bag. Say you've got two bags that are overweight by like a slight amount, just put it all in one and let the one be overweight. So you're yeah. not paying for two overweight bags. Because yeah, that's, that's all we did is hit. we just we're like repack it so that we've only got like the least amount of overweight bags possible. Yeah. Then we're only paying for one overweight extra bag. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, whether that happens this year, I don't know. I've got lots of beer that I plan on bringing back. I'm bringing lots of beer there and some Christmas presents. So. We will see. I really hope that I get everything in my bag this time. Thankfully, we're staying at my parents, so I don't have to bring so many clothes because I can use a washing machine. But That's helpful. 
but they, I like options, so it's difficult. It's right. extra difficult. Right. So we'll see what happens, but I, I'll be interested to see what beers I manage to bring back because I want to have like my sister has a whole bunch of beers waiting for me in the US and there's multiples. I'm like, well, I want to drink one in the US and then try to take the other home if I've got one or more. That's because I'm like really conscious that if I buy a four pack, for example, put them in my bag and it all explodes, I'll never have gotten a chance to try it. Yeah, yeah. No, so you I'm like, try, try one and yeah. then take the rest home with me. Yeah. So that way, if anything explodes, it's kind of like, well, I got yeah. a chance to try it. So it's all right. Yeah. It's just a bonus for anything that makes it back. But yeah, um, yeah, it's just sad though, because this is like our proper last time recording. Yeah. And it's just weird because we all, I don't know. You'll be getting like weird time zone messages from me. You'll be like ready to go to bed and I'll be like, Joe, I found a thing. <laughs> I know my phone's going to be lighting up in the middle of the night and gone and be like, what does Tori want now? <laughs> uh, hopefully I'll find you your uh, your utopia, maybe. I don't That'd know. Be amazing. No, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah, I'm I want excited. you to enjoy your, your time with your family. Like, I, don't just I mean, I am, I am going to try. I am going to try to go to Sam Adams because I feel like I am a joke in that because <laughs> you've never been I've, I've and then you're gonna been. take pictures of all the merch right and tell me what what, <laughs> like, what, I, what Jack, I want and I'll this is this money. is where your clothing line yeah. would be strung across yeah. the bar when you move in to Can the Sam Adams in? brewery yeah um oh inside joke fun <laughs> fun stuff um I'm excited I got my Christmas jumper on you've got a better Christmas I've jumper. Got my Christmas jumper on. this is by so in case any, for yours. those that are watching the video I've got a Christmas jumper on that is a, a skull made up of like different little Christmas things, stars, candy canes, um, icicles. Um, it's also got like snowflakes um, on it. That's snowflakes. Cool. It's got like tattooy things on it as well. So like bluebirds, lightning bolts, um, lightning bolts. So this was designed by my friend Gemma and she runs the store Jeff Leopard. Um, she's on Etsy and I highly recommend she does Christmas cards and everything like that as well when this comes out we'll be past Christmas but um she does year-round cool shiz so highly yeah recommend I, I follow Jeff her on Instagram Leopard. but I absolutely love that I mean I'm not I was like who are you wearing and you're like wearing something like really interesting I'm just wearing a PlayStation jumper I mean, it's, it's pink, pink PlayStation I think jumper. I wore it last year as well but okay. it was either this or Drake but I've packed Drake yeah I've packed my Hanukkah Drake <laughs> jumper he's uh in my bag so you just got me in all my pink glory today um i guess that brings us to kind of our first topic which is christmas themed beers so basically what what we've done this time so last year recap we've done a christmas episode like a dedicated christmas episode where we sort of like rounded up all the best like christmas beers we drank christmas beers we talked about all the christmas stuff and then we did a separate end of year episode but then this year obviously because we can travel this year and i'm going away we were like you know what we had so many other good time sensitive things interviews everything else that we yeah, were we like had so many cool so people many to talk to so many good conversations mm-hmm. um that we didn't want to like put out we were just like we'll mush it into one episode so we're gonna start with a christmas theme and then we'll move into our end of year and what we've done throughout it go joe do you want to know a fun fact before we move on to christmas beers yeah can you guess how many breweries we interviewed this year oh that's good i feel like that should be after I, I feel like that should be a trivia for after the christmas because that's like an end of year wrap up 
Did you write yeah. down like fun facts about our podcast? Oh I yeah, I've, I've written down some things that we did this year that I thought it was worth highlighting. Oh, let's save that for after the Christmas. It? Okay, we'll save save it for after the Christmas. Haha, uh-huh, no, you've all like, got to listen to find out how many, how many breweries we've been. Well, now I'm intrigued to know what other facts you've got. Um, like, is it like a swear counter or something? Oh, like? I haven't done that. That would have been fun. <laughs> how, many times, how many times do you think you said the F word? And I'll be like, oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, too many. No, I think it was arguably the worst when we had top rope on because I was feeding yeah. off that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. normally I try to be really good. But if I have a guest yeah. on that also is sweary, all bets are off because then I'm just like, oh, yeah. I don't have to censor myself. Great. And it's, it's like usually when you're very passionate about something. <laughs> But then also, if we're having a conversation, like when we're talking, if yeah. I'm just talking to you after, I will swear like crazy. And yeah. then I'm like, camera on, like, try not to swear so much. Try to be at least like a little bit good so that like YouTube doesn't get angry or anything else like that. But yeah, it's, uh, if it- yeah, no, save the fun anyway. facts. I'm excited for the fun facts. Um, but yeah, basically what we we're going to do is we're going to pick beers for each of these different themes and then we'll explain why we'll drink yeah. beer and then we'll have a bit of chat about the overall theme. Yeah. So uh i haven't told you i mean you can see in the outline now but i haven't told you which beers that i picked no. you haven't told me which beers no. that you picked so do you want to tell me which one your christmas themed beer is and why you picked it um so for christmas i picked i haven't actually got that many christmas beers in this year compared to last year i got i feel like i got a lot in last year um this year i have picked filthy animals by gypsy hill um which is a spiced plum mild um, and I picked this one because we got given it when we went into the Some of London. us got given it. Some of us weren't working. <laughs> um, it's the uh, We got given it, along with a fun tote bag, when we went into the London craft beer market, uh, London Christmas craft beer market, in fact, two C's in there, um, which we went to. And I thought, you know, not only is it festive, you know, it's also to do with home alone which is fun um but also like it was a it was a really fun day and we had really good memories from it it was a bit podcasty bit women's pint clubby um making new friends and meeting old ones and you know eating cake and beer at three hills it was awesome I love the cake and beer like yeah. literally I took I took it home and it was still good the next day I was just like <gasps> It's I'm amazing. now following them on Instagram. I'm regretting it because they all look all of that. So sh- this is, we're talking about Shima, who do Japanese Swiss rolls in London. Um, Have you looked at their website? No. Oh, don't do that to do yourself. Uh, I think they deliver within a certain radius. Oh, they do not man. deliver a stem, I don't believe. Man. There was a tiramisu one the other day, oh. and I was like, that looks just... And a yuzu one. Can Love confirm yuzu. Their, their cakes of all forms are delicious. Uh, they look beautiful. If you are in the London area and can get Shima. cake from Shima, go do it. Christmas they top tip. All, they do all kinds of like different ones as well. And there was something on there that's saying like you could quest custom ones if there was like a custom one you wanted to see. I think I think it was them that had that. And I was just like, oh, and it, I was scrolling through the gallery. And I was like, oh my God, these look amazing. And then I was like, why did I do this to myself? Because... And I feel like a lot of the arches in Bermondsey are kind of having them in because they're in that similar area like three hills have had them i believe craft beer junction have had them 
brew by numbers had them do their birthday party so i saw that the brew by numbers around. they spelled out bbno yeah <laughs> in yeah. their in their cakes so i was yeah. like oh my god it's amazing yeah so i think keep an eye on the arches in bermondsey if you want to try i'll definitely be cakes. having them again i'll 100 percent go like next time I'm, I'm in london or in that area of london i would definitely like have their cakes again so you you the christmas market was really the, the london christmas beer market was was it was genuinely really fun and I think it was podcasty in the sense of like we found breweries we wanted to check out together we tipped off things we wanted to drink together but then it was like you said very women's pint clubby and that we had some of the ladies we got like I got to meet some people for the first time I hadn't spoken to like in person and um I got to see Louise again which is really great um but yeah it was a really fun day overall although yeah because I was working I didn't get the Get you didn't get the beer. No, so it was, sounds really nice as well. Really nice, which is why I'm excited to try it. Um, okay, rude in your face, but funny. My beer <laughs> is um called Wet Bandits. Oh, <laughs> so it is. So we got like we are Home Alone themed. Home Alone themed yeah. beers. Uh, and this one's a Phantom, a Phantom Bruco one. That's sort of in collab. It's in collaboration with the Hive, which is my most local um craft beer cafe i guess i'd say craft beer cafe because yeah. it is like a coffee shop it is yeah. a cafe you know all that um i picked it just because i was like it's got the artwork i mean it's a pale ale 4.5 percent pale ale so not necessarily what you think of christmas in the terms of flavors so i think that's really interesting because i think you're seeing more like winter ipas and like christmas ipas coming out um i personally as we all know, not much of a hop, hoppy beer person. Um, and at this time of the year, I'm like, yes, we get all the fun, you know, spiced plum milds and spiced Belgian beers. That sounds and, amazing to and me. Like, and like all of this, you know, imperial stouts and winter warmers and all of these lovely things. So that makes me really happy. And then they're like, he's got a Christmas IPA. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But I understand that, you know, there are lots of people within the craft beer community that enjoy IPA. So it makes think, sense to make something it, that they enjoy. Part of it probably is as well, when you have a brewery that really excels at... Yeah, if that's what like you're IPAs really good at and, making. And hazy beers and stuff like that. I'm not saying that Phantom aside, because Phantom no, no. really good stuff all around. But I'm saying like if you're like Verdant, for example, and you do like a lot of like dippers and IPAs and stuff like that, yes, you could release a stout. Yes, you could release other things that are more winter festive but then at the same time I can also appreciate how you might be like yeah I could do this or I could do what I know I'm really good at yeah and then just make it festive in name um but yeah I mean this one I don't even think it's winter it's literally extra pale oats golden naked oats um those are all the malts and and chit I don't know if I've said that right does that sound right to you and what, um, what is it chit chit yeah yes type of grain yeah, so that's all the malt bill for it. Okay. Then they've used uh, the brew one, Citra BBC, which is those two hops. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the yeast strain is Verdant. Funny. Um, <laughs> that's funny. And then, yeah, again, it's like, I love how they put ingredients. Like, ingredients, barley, oats, hops, yeast. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think there's anything particularly winter festive about it other than the fact that it's literally just a home alone reference can but I, I picked it because I you know I thought it was a nice sessionable way to sort of ease into our conversations and the rest of our beers uh and it's two local things to me so 
yeah I quite like that it's quite different and then also to be quite honest it was a lot more of a practical choice as well because a lot of the other winter ones like you said they are stouts they are sours they're porters the things that will tend to keep a bit longer where I'm going away I'm yeah. like I want this when it's nice I don't I don't want to be having this when I get back by the time I get around to have yeah. it when I get back so it was also a practical Drink your choice, beer fresh yo <laughs> yeah I mean I'm not I'm guilty I don't always I don't always do that uh but <laughs> I do try I do try um I was having a conversation at a bottle share the other day um two like two of us were like yeah you end up with all those IPAs and the light beers in the back of the fridge and you go oh no I forgot that I had those I should have drunk those first but I was really excited about all the dark completely. beers so I drank those instead completely and then oh I've so I've even gone thematic sort of in my glass because I picked Phantom's glass which also happens to be pink and it's a nice fancy looking glass as well so. it smells amazing just, yeah just like put it in my face and you're like oh sorry I've got this thing that you didn't get and it smells amazing and it, it looks amazing. amazing. It looks amazing. <laughs> but I do like that we both went home alone theme. I think that's I funny. do without even realizing. Yeah, um, because I only shared this with you today yeah. after I'd already added all the stuff yeah. and you'd already picked yours. So um, this is quite like it's almost kind of chestnutty brown, which is quite light for a mild. I expect a mild to be a bit more ruby in colour, but you know, that's not a problem. It's got a thick tan head on it. It's all the spices and plum. Mine just looks and smells like a full-on hazy pale. <laughs> I mean, it's not massively hazy, but it has that like uh, that citrusy smell that you tend to get with like a lot. Of, and it's very like light tropical fruit, but it's mm. got that citrusiness, and it just sort of has that hazy, hazy pale smell to it. Even though I mean, it's definitely hazy, but it's not. Uh, if you could see it in person, the camera sort of distorts it. It's hazy, but I've had far more Super. difficult one yeah definitely <laughs> but it smells nice i think okay. it's one that i'll definitely enjoy mine smells like christmas it smells like christmas cake mine smells like the summer but <laughs> but it tastes good so mm, that's a good christmas beer mine's definitely not giving me christmas vibes it's just giving me like happy hoppy vibes i'm getting like um... <laughs> hoppy hoppy christmas that's what it is mine's hoppy christmas i'm getting like dried fruit plum obs it's plum mild um like christmas pudding but like i really like christmas pudding yeah yeah yeah. um cinnamon nutmeg bit of ginger all of that good stuff yeah that's kind of more or less what i would expect from that i did expect that to be more on the christmas pudding type side of things it's got quite a light body um but that's okay because it's a mild it's not watery i wouldn't Mm. say but it's got a lighter body. And I think with those flavours, sometimes you expect it to be kind of thick and chewy and it's not. But the lightness actually kind makes of appre- it very I drinkable. kind of appreciate that because I think yeah. when you have more of those like dried fruits and it gets quite sweet, like quite sweet dried fruits, I think if it's too thick and definitely if it's syrupy, it almost yeah, it becomes be overwhelming much. and it's, it's yeah, it's too rich to the point yeah. that you're like, actually, it's too sweet. I, I can't really enjoy it because yeah. it just feels like it's coating your mouth and you're like, oh. So actually, I, I kind of prefer that. And like the spices are there, but they're not overpowering. Like they're at a nice level. Again, I'll just say my mind's good. Like I said, it's very much hoppy Christmas as opposed to happy Christmas. Um, I'm not getting Christmas vibes. It's just it, it's just a nice sessionable standard pale ale, really. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not um there's no complaints about it whatsoever. 
<laughs> but it's definitely like after hearing you like oh it tastes like christmas like oh mine does not taste oh, like christmas. Sorry. <laughs> but it's good it's definitely good um it's got a fun can so there we go <laughs> it's got a good label mm. speaking of christmas beers so actually before before we kind of got into that i thought that'd be it would be quite interesting to kind of talk about when we say a christmas beer what's your opinion on like what makes a beer a christmas beer because obviously i could say this one is a christmas beer but that's strictly because of the label yeah whereas other ones might have more christmasy taste to it but have a name that's not at all christmasy like is it for you is it flavor are there certain flavors i think there's flavors and there's styles um in flavors if i'm like oh yeah that's christmasy spiced um dried fruits um maybe toffee or caramel kind of in there um christmas cake christmas pudding Mm. that sort of thing um then there's kind of styles as well like i think anything that's slightly spiced so like some belgian beers are really good at this time of year because those belgian yeasts give spiciness especially the darker ones but I think darker beers because we're in the winter season like you want like those beers that are slightly higher ABV and you can sip on them and it's warming you want like a nice warm beer isn't it yeah or like do you know what a flavor that I always think of for Christmas I always want something that's cherry I always have something that's cherry I can see that. See, I don't know. It's really I don't know why specifically I'd think more, cherry. I'd think because... more like raspberry. I don't know why. There's no, no rhyme so, or reason no, behind it. Raspberry's the summer. Cherry's the winter for me. Yeah, I don't. Oh, it's weird. That's weird to think about because there are certain. I don't know. I that is interesting because I think cherry I could have year round, and I don't. Well, I mean, I could. Have I year would. Round, yeah, no, no, but... but I mean, like, I don't think I'd associate. Like for me, I wouldn't go cherry winter Christmas i don't know why i don't know flavor. if it's because like i'm not a red wine fan and i'm not a mulled wine fan okay um but i feel like cherry is like my substitute for mulled wine so like when we had the um the glue crick last year from leafman's that i was just like that was amazing and i had it on even i wasn't even bothered about having it uh, warmed up i just had that straight out of the bottle i was gonna say did did you have did you warm up any of i did it? yeah i did i did try it mulled it was all right. Oh, was it? I was yeah, say, it was it. good. I think it. I think having it mulled dulled the flavour a little bit. Mm. But I was indoors, and I think if I was out like somewhere that was cold, and I was all wrapped up warm, we were out like at Christmas market or something, like a a mulled creek would be amazing. I think there's probably also part of that as well is when yeah, you're outside situation. and you're cold. When you're outside and you're cold as well, in like if you're walking through a winter market and you're drinking something, it's almost like you're probably not going to get the full the full flavors full stop whether you're drinking something hot or cold. Yeah. So it's more about the it's more about sort of like you said the situational and the overall experience. part of that and the overall experience and that it feels like it's cold out. You want something nice and warm to keep yeah. you hot. Whereas when you're inside and you can probably taste more of a range of flavors, just because you're in a more comfortable, warm setting. Yeah. I could totally understand that. What mm. do you look for in Christmas beers? So I kind of think like part of it is the label. Like I am, because I'm such a sucker for it. I'm a label magpie, like so much. If I see something that's got a Christmas theme to it on the label, I'm like, yep, yeah, into it. Like, let's go fine happy days i consider i consider that christmasy because the label obviously head obviously um 
but then I also think like yeah you have like I, I totally agree with you in the sense that style wise it's definitely darker beers for me is what I sort of relate to Christmas and then when it comes to flavors I would agree with you that it's spiced but then I also think that there's it's weird because I think sometimes it's something that you could have year round and it doesn't necessarily make you think Christmas but if you're picking out beers at Christmas time you're like oh this would be a good Christmas one so things that are like really rich and chocolatey Mm -hmm. I would and I agree with you it's like dried fruits yes um cherry I can see how cherry but I would have never made that connection on its own but yeah I don't know like for one example that I had was there was new Bristol brewery did a blueberry pancake and maple syrup stout um and like to me I don't know why but in my head I was like oh that's a bit Christmassy really I don't know if it's because I don't know if it's because like the what it really boils down to is it's like the indulgence Mm -hmm. so when it's a stout that's like a sweeter stout and it's a more indulgent stout and it's going to be on the sweeter level as well like maybe that's what I connect to it as well or like a treat what do you have for a treat for breakfast on on a on a weekend it's like oh blueberry pancakes and maple syrup like that is a special occasion special treat breakfast so maybe that's where I make that connection okay. I don't know but I do think it's kind of like spice things dried fruit things rich chocolates chocolate orange yeah it's chocolate oranges but <laughs> I hate it <laughs> I'm not a massive fan of chocolate orange but that like because you know cherry chocolate so oranges much. particularly come out at Christmas mint I think chocolate mint oh yeah for me like after eight level yeah. like for me that's definitely definitely a Christmassy one um yeah there's a bunch of things like I said that I think you'd look at and you'd go oh that's not really Christmassy uh, but I but I would consider that like the the new Bristol brewery also did a black forest gatto and i'd be oh, like yeah. that's a cherry. cake that's a cake that is like a full-on pudding in itself so in my head i'm like yeah and and um irish cream like baileys oh, yeah. and that kind of stuff again for some reason I was it's really indulgent. Christmas. yeah that's yeah. that's exactly it some rich indulgence and yeah, yeah. also all the like breakfasty when you can drink it in the morning at breakfast that is <laughs> Yeah, which leads me on perfectly to sort of the next topic of like Christmas themed beers that we've noticed this year. And the reason I said that is because Bolt City have done their Bucks Fizz. Yes. Again this year, because they did it last year as well. Um, and then they've done the Raspberry Key Royale. Yeah. I had their Key Royale. I've got their Key Royale from last year. Uh, no, not from last year. I think it was from earlier this year. Mm. I bought it, but I've been holding off because I wanted to buy an actual bottle of Key Royale. But annoyingly, that only comes out around Christmas time in my local store. (laughs) So I couldn't get one. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to, I I really want those. So if I can find them, I will definitely be getting them. But I've I've been doing, um, borrowing myself from ordering anything for, until I get back from the US because I need to save some money because I'm going to be on holiday. It's like not going to be cheap, I don't think. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that's another one. Fierce is people like buns. They're cinnamon okay. buns. So yeah. I would, I know that that's not a Christmas release for them, yeah. but cinnamon buns are something else that I relate to Christmas. And I oh, think really? that's because we do something called monkey bread on Christmas. Okay. Uh, the morning of Christmas for breakfast, which is basically you get Pillsbury, which is like a brand in the US. Um, it's like already made dough for cinnamon yeah. buns and you chop it up into smaller pieces put it together in a in like a bunt 
tray, a, bu- a bunt pan, whatever you call it. Yeah, um, and then pan, you, yeah. yeah, bunt pan. I was like, pan or tray? Yeah. Uh, and then you sort of drizzle it with melted butter, put a little bit of cinnamon and sugar over the top, and then you've got the icing that you top on after you've baked it. So it's yeah. sort of like you bake it and it all, it turns into like a tear and share, okay. like a cinnamon roll tear and share, and then you just drizzle the icing on it. It's definitely... Like everyone's gonna be like, I've got diabetes listening to you talking about that. I was say. But it's <sighs> it's it's an indulgence that we only do on Christmas morning, and you have that with a nice mimosa slash box fizz, depending on which where you are in the world. Uh, and for me, like that's Christmas. So when I see people like buns, I'm like, oh, cinnamon buns, that's Christmas to me. Amazing. So what other Christmas beers have you noticed? I've got a few of me, but um, so I'm quite pleased that Brew York have kept their their Christmas beers up to a trio. Um, I've got those. I know you've got oh, the same, there. aren't they? The, it's always yeah. the fairy tale, the nightmare. So the fairy tale of. of New York was the first one that came out. Then they added nightmare of and brew and, uh, and dreams, dreams. Yeah, and so I'm quite pleased that you get like it's two milk stouts this year, I believe, and a sour. That makes me super happy. <laughs> so we've got the Dreams of Brew York 2021 is the cherry and cranberry sour. So you nice. go. That'll go really well with Christmas dinner. Yeah. And then you've got Nightmare of Brew York, which is the peanut, pecan, maple and vanilla imperial milk. So which I think is similar to the one they had last year, because I think it yeah. was, if not identical, a majority of the same yeah. nuts were going into that. And then Fairy Tale of Brew York, which is a gingerbread milk stout, which they didn't do gingerbread last year. I think they did a different milk stout last year. Yeah. Gingerbread, you can have that on Christmas Eve. There you go. Done. Yeah, that's another one. Gingerbread. That's those yeah. are flavors. Oh, yeah, those gingerbread. gingerbread. Do you know what? My favorite ginger. I'm not a massive gingerbread fan, but I had Hardywood's gingerbread stout and it was Ooh. amazing. I have one of uh, Wild Weather's gingerbread. I think it was a stout, not a porter, yep. waiting for me. It's called Queenie. Uh, I, uh, my friend picked one up. He picked two up, one for him, and he grabbed one for me because they sold out so quick. And then he managed to get some when they restocked, I think it was. So he grabbed me one. So I'm keen to try it because I'm keen to know. I don't think I've ever had a gin. We had one gingerbread last year, didn't we? Um, but that was the lab culture, which had been. Yes. It was it was an older one yeah um so it wasn't sort of tasting at its best it wasn't bad but it wasn't taste like mm. i don't think i've had a fresh yeah gingerbread flavored beer over in the uk i've only had it over in the us so kind of keen to see what that's like what it tastes like over here is it like more gingery than i'm expecting or mm. don't know be uh be curious to find that out but speaking of wild weather i do have that's ruddy mysterious and it's a cranberry sour Ooh, i cranberry consider sours that are in this year i consider cranberry to be a christmas yeah. flavor so that's i did i didn't because we don't do cranberry sauce over here but i do now because what? of being in america yeah no we don't do cranberry sauce over here at least my family don't i guess that's true when i mm. do you know what i do like i like cranberry gravy no one else cranberry. does just me Cranberry gravy. Yeah. You make your gra- but you make your gravy, but you like infuse it with cranberries. It's good. Anytime you use the word infuse, I feel like it's got to be like really difficult <laughs> and really no. like takes extra time because you're infusing no, it. You just chuck cranberries in the gravy when you're cooking it. It's good. But speaking of the um the chocolate orange you mentioned as well, I've also got it's in my bag to go to the US, so it's not over here with me right now. But 
Um, I've got the elusive collaboration they did called Two Ferrets in a Red Suit, and that's chocolate orange. And I bought it, even though I'm like, yeah, I don't like chocolate yeah, orange. I looked at that and I was like, I'm not going to buy that because I'm not a chocolate orange fan. I'm sure it's delightful, but not for yeah, me. Yeah, but I just I know how good their stouts <laughs> are. So I was like, I'm just going to buy it. And I don't like chocolate <laughs> orange, so I'm not going to hold it against them if I don't like it by any means because it's definitely my taste buds but yeah I did I did get my hands on that but I will be sharing that out because I know that I won't want a whole can by myself because it's just not my definitely not my flavor but you will like this one that I've got which is the black iris uh drink beer hail santa nice (laughs) that's a spiced stout and I love that uh it weighs in at 6.66 percent guys it's got krampus on it it does indeed, with a child in his little... That's what Krampus does, takes kids, chucks them in his bag. I think that's a... I think it's a brilliant message to give children. <laughs> Behave or someone's going to go... You're going in Krampus's bag. A monster's going to come kidnap you. <laughs> uh, and then I, we will be mentioning this, spoiler, on the next episode <laughs> after this airs, which is the Orbit Jolly St. Nico. I think as well, their Sasserac Sour is good for Christmas as well because it's very spiced and there's a barrel aged version of that which makes it even more decadent yeah and I don't know like maybe I feel like coffee-ish things as well so I had new Bristol breweries um Irish coffee and vanilla ice cream affogato stout it was I had that last night it was it was so good but then they also did a collaboration with Yonder called super deluxe brown sugar stout I didn't buy that one because I was because (laughs) I didn't buy it because I was trying to be really good I was like I don't want to buy too much right now just wait if they have it like when I come back I will definitely be buying it um but yeah who knows maybe I'll cave in the next few days I don't know I can't make any promises (laughs) but I did get also Anne's Batch and Hobday do their yearly Fefani stout I've not tried that yet did get that one i had it last year and it was really good so i did get that as part of a christmas present for something i got for somebody in the us so um hopefully they like it because it was really good last year and i'm hoping they open it and share it with me <laughs> if i'm honest hilarious um, i think trying to think of the other ones that I've, so i know um s43 i've got their quality, quality. scouts yeah which are based on a certain uh, purple box of sweets all the best ones um, that you want to pick out they did call it like uh, I think they called one like the purple one or something yeah, like that because that's what the sweets are good um, so there's a toffee pastry stout a caramel and hazelnut pastry stout and a strawberry cream pastry stout yeah and I saw on tap they also did a spice pear and brandy porter I don't Ooh. know if it was cask or keg uh, but I saw that uh, I saw them advertise it but I never saw any cans of it and when I looked at Untapped to try to find out what the name was, it was called Create Those Moments. Um, it looked like it might have been sort of on tap only sort of thing. Okay. That sounded spiced pear and brandy porter. To me, sounds so interesting, so amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, Amazon did their yearly release as they usually do, the sticky fingers and the super Santa, which I have a hopped sauce, not your nice. Um collaboration with Amidston which is Christmas blueberry and maple syrup imperial stout hot sauce and that is like made with one of their their naughty or nice Christmas that sounds like madness stouts. I'm really excited to try it <laughs> I love hot sauce we already know I love hot we sauce know this. it's not for you you don't like hot sauce but you can have all the hot sauce I'll let you I'm really excited for that one a blueberry literally blueberry maple syrup imperial stout hot sauce like 
I have to now think of something really interesting to pair that mm. with. Maybe like chicken and waffles or something like that. Oh, I think yeah. it'd be like really, really good. But yeah, that was good. And then like, like you you have all the early releases. Like you've got the uh, Christmas Kitty from Brass Castle. And did you manage to get, so there was a Three Hills you were going to get. Three Hills released a few Christmas beers. Did you get the one I that I'm I didn't get the of? one. I didn't get the pack um, because I was at work. And I can't order from their website when I'm at work because my work blocks alcohol websites. Oh, no. um, but the Christmas pudding beer and the cranberry beer are on my shopping list, on my Christmas list. So I might have got them. My husband may have bought them for me. Oh, fingers crossed you get them. Because, yeah, there was the baby BPAVK, yeah, but then they had the, the ones that they dipped in wax as well. I know. I, I haven't got a waxed one, I don't think. I think they were quite limited release as well. Yeah. They managed to find more, but I think they were only offering it for collection at the tap, at the tap room. So yeah. it's still nice. Well-deserved hype. Well-deserved hype. <laughs> for three I've, heels. I've not had a bad three. Genuinely, no. I've not had a bad three heels no. yet. I hear everyone saying that the Rocky Road wasn't necessarily the best. I didn't have that one. Um, but, yeah, I've not had a bad one personally myself. Probably one of my breweries of the year, actually. <laughs> I think so as well. I will get on to that, but I yeah. think so as well, if I'm honest. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there were some others like Tartarus put out Krampus Christmas Cake in Porter, um, which is, that's good. I mean, that's not a yearly release. That's obviously, I think, the first year they've done that. And then you yeah. had Northern Monk put out their wasted mince pie in Beast Out, which I mean, that's very Christmassy, isn't it? I feel like they should reissue Christmas, um, roast dinner brown ale as a Christmas dinner brown ale. That's true. That is true. And, that and was instead, a good of having, instead of having jam roly poly. Yeah, you have your, got your, your wasted Christmas- mince pie. Yeah. Oh, the jam roly poly was so good. It was good. so good. It was so good. It was yeah. so good. Yeah, that was good. That was, I jumped on those when they came out. Managed to get I didn't get the. I didn't get the um the gravy one. It was good. Yeah, I I thought it would be interesting, but I just yeah. I could only get one, and I was like, I'm getting the jam roly poly, and I have no regrets because that was actually it was amazing, actually amazing. Uh, but yeah, there's like a whole bunch of imported ones as well. It was like so many yeah. like Belgian ones, and always Belgian ones, and US ones that have come over. So yeah, that's. I've kind of the, I think the Christmas beer roundup of what we've seen. So if anyone's listening to this and wants to say what their favourite one is, if we've not mentioned it, we've probably missed a whole bunch. Because to be honest, I think where I was not, where I wasn't staying in the country this year, I didn't want to start doing too much investigation because Ooh. then I get FOMO. I forgot. Epochal Christmas Day. Oh yes, you got one. You got yep. one for me as well. You've got one as well. Yeah. It was. Um, it's a Scottish pale ale. That was finished in Rioja casks with mm. clove-studded clementines. That oh sounds Christmassy. That's it, it. Cle- Clementine. That's another one that I feel like yeah. is definitely Christmas flavoured. Um, yeah, orange in general. Orangey. I feel like clementine makes it even more Christmassy, and it does, I don't yeah. know why. I don't know what about it. And like... you know, studding it with cloves. Yeah. Oh, that spice. Yeah. Um, Christmas traditions. Like, do you have any beer-based? Christmas tradition. I know you like made a beer. You you, you like to make um, a I brewed beer a Christmas. Yeah, I brewed a Christmas beer last year. I didn't necessarily specifically brew a Christmas beer this year. However, I have brewed um a dark saison with cherries, which oh, yes. I have been saving for Christmas. Um, I've not tried it yet. Still have to report back. I will report back. <sighs> wow, <Well, laughs> I don't think I've got anything else to say on Christmas. I feel like we just I'm all Christmas yeah. out now. Yeah, hope you all had an excellent holiday season. 
because we are past it now (laughs) (laughs) by this point it's after christmas Uh, but but yeah that is that is our christmas portion and we're going to move on to our recap of 2021 2021 was there were highs and lows i think but generally i think it was a good year we need to go change our beer out and then talk about one. Right. So, change, change out. Yeah, change out. I'd bit. change my hat because the, <laughs> it wasn't matching anymore. Um, but I also couldn't stay in a Christmas jumper too much longer because it was just too, too damn over. hot. Yeah. Christmas is over. We're over it. We're, we're heading towards New Year's <laughs> now. Um, we are heading towards New Year's right now, this exact point. Uh, so, we thought we'd do like a quick recap. But before we do, Joe, what did you pick to represent your 2021? I I'm curious to know what you've picked. Pink Moon by Liquid Ooh, Light. I love that one. Um, so I picked this because I think it represents like places that we've been visiting this year because we've been able to visit places. Um, also, it's from Liquid Light, which is co-owned by Grace Copley. Um, we've chatted with lots of women in beer. You know, we're advocating women in beer, trying to make those voices heard. So feel like this sums that up nicely also it's just a really good beer it's a really good beer yeah. were you getting FOMO because I had it on the episode yeah. and then you're like oh, yeah drink it now so no, good. such good such a good beer honestly yeah. yeah I I kind of went similar similar vibe because uh, I went with the mothership seeds of hope which is the hazy nice. peach pale ale yes uh, because again you know female owned operated uh, like entirely and yeah it just gets that message out obviously we interviewed the mothership we did like all that and and I think it was just a really good way to sort of encapsulate what we've done interview wise you know I feel like this last year I have been able to connect with more women in in beer um in in ways that like last year I did but not to the same degree but naturally because of what we were doing with podcast wise I just got more opportunity to uh, and it's been just so great so I wanted to sort of represent that in a bit and I love peach so I I was like (laughs) I love peach so I'm gonna go with that peach one and and I I thought I just want more peach beers so I just thought I'll I'll represent it like that (laughs) let's let's crack it crack them open Uh, while we crack this open do you want to guess how many breweries yes. we spoke hit, to this year? Hit me Considering about this time last year, we were probably like, "Oh, don't know if we'll if we'll if we'll interview people." We don't know. Do you want to guess how many we ended up interviewing in the end this year? Okay, let me have a think. Let me have a proper think about it because you're right. Because I would say this time last year, we were like. Oh, don't know if we're ready to record. Like, mm, let's give it a go. We had some things. I think we had. I think we probably had interviewed some people by this point. But we were like, oh, no, we our not first at all. Ones, our first one was I want to say about February time. Oh, I thought it was sort yeah. of end of the year, but no. you might be right. I think we were at the point where we were like, oh, I don't know. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're not ready to interview people yet. Or maybe that's not. You know, maybe maybe that's not what we're cut out for. But how many did we end up interviewing in the end? Twenty-five. You're so close. Am I? So we did twenty different breweries. We also did Yakima Chief Hops. Okay. Beer Snack Club. Yeah. And we collaborated with Time at the Bar. Also, we were on Homebrew Feminists podcast. Okay. I was on Pub Trotters. Yeah. And you were on Pints of 
Brew. Pints of Brew. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, so that's so it's about if we include all the non breweries, one, two, three, four, twenty six. Are we are we, incru- are we were including other interviews we've done that haven't been released? So as of the time of recording, no, but will have been only, released. No, this is only ones that have been released so far, like before the end clu- of the year. Yeah, like, to, the end of the year, clu- to the end of the year. Okay, I was I was pretty close actually. Yeah. Oh, please, that's interesting. It's that's good, isn't it? Interesting. Yeah. Pleased with that. You had this one, didn't you? Yes. Oh, it smells gorgeous. It smells it's so lovely. peachy. I love yeah. it. This beer is so clear. Just, I, like, I don't even need to review this. It is raspberry juice and it is beautiful. To be fair, I think I covered it when I oh. had it and it was just like, it's good. Tick. <laughs> it's really sessionable. Just raspberry wheat beer. Delicious. This is so peach forward yeah. in the smell and the taste. Just everything's peach. I know peach is quite delicate and it can... It can, it can lead, bit. it can either disappear or it can lead towards being artificial. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's the case with this one. I think it is quite, it's nice. And it it's noticeable enough that it's not like a one note beer that you're like, oh, okay, it's, you know, they say it's a peach. I feel like there's sometimes where you get, oh, it's a peach pale ale. And you go, okay, I get a little bit of the peach, but it's basically just a pale ale, isn't it? And it's more kind of stone fruity air quotes than actual peach yeah no this is like definitely peach and it's notable peach it's not just a one note like yeah it's, it's a pale ale that's yeah. a decent pale ale it is very peachy it's it's quite nice um this is done in the yeah the collaboration no it's done to support black girls camping trip which i thought was i know that you had mentioned that when you had um yeah when you were talking about it and yeah i thought that was really good as well so that's good it's a really nice beer. Do you have any other fun facts? What other fun facts? Um, so about our well year in review, <laughs> as as well as the um, breweries that we have interviewed, we have been on the road this year. Yeah. We went to Bigfoot Festival and we did a podcast on site while we were there. We did. Um, we were very lucky to be commissioned by Women on Tap. And we were able to showcase the voices of the women from Women's Pint Club about how they got through the lockdown period the year before and how the beer community helped them do that in a positive way. Um, from our Women on Tapped, uh, t- Women on Tap piece, <laughs> um, we also had other great conversations with Charlotte and Louise who came with us to chat about that as well. And so we had an, another episode that had those conversations in it because I think it's just really important that we're women in beer. I think we can now officially say we are women in beer now. Um, I'll never, and- <laughs> I'll never. I don't think I'll ever feel. you beer adjacent. <laughs> yeah, I'm beer adjacent. I'm beer adjacent. I'm, I'm, no, I'm a, a woman adjacent to beer. Women adjacent to beer. Um, <laughs> no, we are, with the podcast, we're able to amplify those voices um, put those viewpoints across so it's really really good to have an opportunity to do that twice um, we've also had our first collaboration brew this year with heist super lucky and happy to have done that with heist thank you so much for having us um, that was amazing and also we got to interview um damien from emperors and oh yeah that Andy was like... from elusive <laughs> That was an amazing time. Honestly, it, to be fair, yeah, looking back at it, if I feel like I've, I feel like, I think I speak for both of us, but I definitely speak 
I definitely speak on my own my own part when I say like I do feel like I've ticked off boxes that I almost didn't think I'd ever be able to tick off and I've done it all in a year yeah you know what I mean like I've been like cool we've done you know the we, we've done the beer mile like numerous times now <laughs> yeah. um we've gone to the festival like we've done the festivals I've worked at a festival m- multiple festivals um I've specifically gone <laughs> to a festival to interview somebody yeah you have yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you've when gone I to pip, uh, pip at coven brewsters at yeah Leeds, and that was a really festival. really good interview yeah. as well um but yeah i mean i've worked i've i've worked multiple festivals for two different breweries now and you know it's stuff that i thought would be cool to do but i never envisioned some of it be like the collaboration brewery we did with heist like never in much i was like that would be so cool to be able to do that and i've seen other people collaborate but it's always people that are more dedicating their life to beer if you know what I mean it might be somebody that has a podcast but that's their main job and and they do and they work in other areas of the beer industry or they do writing for the beer industry it's like some other job that doesn't necessarily mean they're directly a brewery but I never saw myself being that person that would be able to do that collaboration um so the fact that we were able to do that that is just like something that I was like I didn't think I'd be able to do that maybe ever. And I've I've also done that in the same year that I've been able to go to all the festivals and do all the things. And it just feels like, I don't know, it just feels like a really cool experience. It, it motivates, really, it genuinely motivates me for 2022, which we'll get into 2022 after. But it motivates me to just be like, okay, cool. If I can accomplish all those things, what what else can I accomplish? I think like another thing that seems really underrate like probably doesn't seem like it's a big deal and I don't like the phrase influencer so that's not a phrase I'll use but (laughs) the fact that I've like posted things and people have read it and then gone oh I'm interested now because I've seen that or like and we've um, definitely put out podcast episodes where people have gone oh yeah I was listening to your podcast episode so I then went and bought that beer yeah we've had people say some that and that and that's like I don't want to say like that's not Again, I still ban the word influencer for me because that's not that's not me and I never saw myself as being that person. But the fact that I can write a blog post, we can do a podcast and somebody listens to it and is like, I really like what you guys said or how you said that. And it sounded really interesting to me. So I went out and I bought it and I didn't either know about them before or realise that beer was out or know that that was something you could get in beer. And I, I, I think like that is really, really cool in itself. Um, and then for me, I think another really big thing that I feel I accomplished was I started a conversation back in March, I think, about um, women's sized shirts. I say that as I'm wearing a man's unisex like shirt, um, whatever. Uh, but I, I, I was just talking about I was just thinking out loud on my personal Facebook page about how much I wanted to see like more female sized shirts because women naturally have different curves than men and I don't like that the sleeves come down to my elbows even when I get a size small in men's shirts and and everyone's a different shape and size and but everyone wants to feel comfortable and confident and I just felt like for the most part while I didn't mind wearing unisex shirts and I had no like no issue with it they're comfortable happy days but if I was going on like a night out I might want to like rep a brewery but I want to look cute and I want to feel cute. And I don't always feel cute wearing a unisex or a man's shirt. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, you know, female identifying and being like, I want to look cute when I go out, but yeah. I also want to wear brewery merch. So 
I sort of like started that conversation and I completely and I caveat it completely understand why more breweries don't do that because I understand the financial investment I understand that it doesn't always pay off I understand that it's very risky with women's clothing because there are so many cuts and shapes and sizes and it's very difficult compared to like a man's or unisex top where it's literally like short sleeve you get short sleeve you get a raglan style like there's not too many different options there um so completely understand why it doesn't happen but I was just like I'd really quite like to see it more and um Mike from Wild Weather commented on it and he was like when basically thank you for drawing this to our attention we had only really catered for and and, uh, he said this not me he said you know beer body like big big men's beer bodies he's like that's what we ever that's what we thought about you know we never really thought about the other side of things um and then they went out and they actually genuinely ordered we you know he said we're going to make a conscious effort to order more women's tops and I was like that's really great like the sentiment alone meant a lot to me the yeah. fact that he was participating in this conversation a few people participated in the conversation that are within beer and the fact that there was a conversation happening meant a lot to me and I felt like that was a really really good conversation to have um for both sides to sort of explain both sides things but then I thought yeah it's not you know probably won't happen or who knows when he gets around to order insurance it just might not be available might not be feasible whatever uh and then yeah like pretty much immediately after that I was getting some questions through and then yeah they had like they had ordered women's shirts and it is now my favorite top and I think for me the long-winded thing of what I'm saying is for me it was quite the fact that I was able to have this conversation an impact change is really difficult for me to say this because I'm not a person that thinks I'm capable of doing that so I'm like my instinct is to pull back but my instinct is to pull back and to go yeah you know it wasn't like really me but it was really you, you I had the conversation. conversation you did the re- you did the research and you helped that change to happen and and it's something that I was just like it still blows my mind that I was able to impact change on that level like even like even just being one brewery yeah. like I had a few different people in, involved and engaged and interested in the conversation and one person that actually was like I have the power to change this and did and for me I was like that is the fact that I managed to do that as a person that sees myself beer adjacent, like for me, that felt like a really big accomplishment. Um, so yeah, that, that meant quite a lot. I think that was probably one of the most important things that I feel happened in 2021 for me. It was that it was brewing the beer with heists and yeah, there was a few, like there was a few other things, but I think those two things were the two things that I felt like that, that can't happen to me. I'm not in, I'm my position isn't one that can do that. And then I did it. So it's just, I think it's quite inspiring. I hope other people take that as inspiration as well. That like, if you want to do something and you really work and you really try, I mean, I'm not going to say that all you have to do is try hard and it happens because that it, it doesn't. Sometimes it just doesn't. But I do think to some degree, if you really want something to happen and you really put the effort in, you can do your very best to try to make it happen. And I hope that, you know, our 2021 and everything we've managed to accomplish in our post-COVID year. It's not really post-COVID. We're still in COVID. We're still but in it. We're still in it. But, you know, in that time period, I, I feel like I'm really proud of us. And I think we've really managed to achieve a lot. Yeah, I think we've made things happen. Not to be serious, like, like emotional. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. like, oh, let me just make an emotional diatribe right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> My little beer business is still going. Teaching people yes. about beer. 
And I think that's brilliant. You've got beer tent. I'm part of beer tent. Yeah, you've got you've had like you've had yes. you know more people sign up to yeah. beer tents. I've had more people sign up to beer tent. We've had uh, several rounds of build your beer vocabulary where I've taught people about beer vocabulary. Um, I was asked to come and host a beer tasting at a beer festival. How amazing um, is that? I've written beer notes for two breweries. So, you know, that's that's fun. And not only that, the the beer festival that you got to go and talk about, you know, talk about beer tasting and stuff. It's not even just like it wasn't a small festival where it's like you got to drink no. like Northern Monk. Well, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Northern Monk. out a room. Yeah. And the and the um, the kind of lead educator was there and he was like, yep, that's everything I would have said. <laughs> it was interesting hearing what you've got to say, because. Now I've got things that I can think about as well to add into what we say. So that was fun. <laughs> and you got heckled. Someone heckled got, you. Yeah, someone heckled me. That's, that's how you Locker. know you've made it. That's how you yeah. know you've made it when you have a heckler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that was good. And it was like we packed I think that's like a seal of approval. It's like <laughs> someone heckled you. He probably felt intimidated. <laughs> He's like, I need to heckle. Yeah, he d- definitely didn't know what he was talking about when it came to beer. So <laughs> <laughs> you got heckled. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it's been a pretty good year all in all and we've been able to meet up like so many more times and and like go and do lots of really fun stuff like go and do the beer mile and go to Sheffield and I think talk about the stuff for 2022 that we want to do for sure but I feel like this was such a good the fact that we were able to do as much as we did together in 2021 I mean, highlight, we actually met in person for the first time. I know. I keep Everyone forgetting always that. that. I keep and forgetting we, that that forgotten. was this year. I thought, yeah. it, I, I keep forgetting that it was this year. And not it was like May. Year. It wasn't even like the beginning of the year. It was, I think, when it, when lockdown yeah. stuff first eased at the very beginning of this year. Because that's where I was like, I can officially leave the county. Yeah. We feel safe enough. We were both testing all the time. I can come see you just for like a few hours and I'll drive back home. Yeah. Yeah, I forget that was only the beginning of this year. Time has absolutely flown. Like, where has it gone? It feels so long, but also so short. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be sort of talking about what what our future thinking is for 2022. Stuff we want to do, personal goals, podcast goals, all kinds of stuff that we're looking forward to or I don't know anything really. Uh, But before we do, Joe, what beer did you pick to represent your 2022? And why? um, I have picked sang Froy, which is from neptune brewery but they brewed it with um the glow collective um which is the global ladies of of wort um and it's about much like brave noise it's and international women's collaboration brew day it's about dispelling bias in the beer industry um, and this is a small ipa so i chose this one because it looks really cool. It does those look really that cool. Are, <laughs> those that are not watching the video, um, it's like in a neon rainbow can. <laughs> um, it looks really cool. Neptune are cool. I love that brewery. But also, like, I hope that in 2022 we can do more collaboration. We can move forward in including everybody in the beer industry, not just women, but also people of color. Um, the lgbtq community like everybody should be able to enjoy the beer community enjoy the beer industry without bias or hate or anything like that yeah everyone should be able to feel safe yeah and comfortable it yeah. should be a place if you should be able to go into any 
drinking establishment you should be able to go into anywhere really but where we're focused on beers you know you should be able to go into any drinking establishment and feel like you are just as welcome and wanted to be there as as anybody um in fact i went to a bottle share recently i was the only lady present it's not a massive surprise however um i felt really welcomed like my opinion was listened to just the same as everybody else's literally just came in shared the beer that i brought with me and it was a lovely evening i enjoyed myself immensely and we're thinking about doing it more regularly i will be going back that's brilliant and then hopefully by you doing that and posting about it as well there might be some other sort of like female identified people or anybody that that would normally not feel comfortable yeah. going into that male dominated atmosphere and they might be able to feel like oh actually if that person feels comfortable enough to continue to go back well maybe I should give it a go and then they can feel that welcome and then you know the more people that do that the more people that join in the more you're going to see that diversity like you have to create that space that you want other people to join in on you have to create that space first and foremost show that it's a comfortable space and then they'll be more likely to want to come and join that space with you and that's and that's how you get that diversity and that and that comfort level so yeah no that was a really good um that was a good one I mean mine was not yeah mine wasn't that so I've done the um, Urban Art Beer Blenders. Kind of like two beers in one, isn't it? So, it is, yeah. Um, I've got the Salted Caramel IPA and the Baked Pear Sour, mainly because it's not a dark beer, but it feels appropriate for the end of the year. And I don't know if that's because it's like the Baked Pear Sour yeah. and Salted Caramel like coming together. Also, I get to try two beers individually and then together. Make them. Um, not to date this episode, but this came out on my beer advent calendar today, so... Oh, <laughs> this could be any day up until the 24th we don't know anytime anytime um but yeah I think this one for me represents just like beers abroad and more interesting things so like I hope that in 2022 we get to travel around have more beer adventures especially abroad like outside the UK I would love to you know even if you're like nah, I'm not I don't want to for me, I would just like to go to breweries outside the UK as well, more of them, um, and not counting the US because that's like an easy win for me. Like I can, I can go to Massachusetts breweries. Yes, yeah. you know, not a challenge, but I'd like to go to more you know, European breweries or just travel further afield outside of the UK. And and how and and I think with this, where it's a beer blender, it's quite more of a, it's a more of an interesting thing. It's a unique, interesting experience. So. I'm keen to try more weird and wonderful, interesting beers and uh, ways to drink beers that are further afield from just the UK in itself. So that's why I picked this one. And it just sounds amazing. So I've I've been holding on to it. it. (laughs) I've been holding on to it. This is the one that inspired us to do the beer blenders. But at the time, you could only get one. And I remember when they went back on sale and they had that for sale and I was like I've got one I've got one I've got one and then we ordered a whole bunch of other ones as well so I mean the label artwork if you watch that yeah the labels of the labels are always so gorgeous and I love that they're the two mushed together the little stubby cans mushed together and then you pull this tab and separate them I know that we already discussed in a way 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 long ago episode now uh, the difficulties in getting them in the country (laughs) and everything else because of that but I just think it's it's just cool i want to do more cool beer experiences i mean i think the colors on it are really pretty as well yeah. it's like a 
light blue faded into a purple, like a greeny blue faded into a purple. And yeah, I really like it. So that was my choice. I like it. So it's like, you, crack you, open first. you started with like the big emotional one of like no. I wanted to be inclusive and then I was like I just want to travel because I'm selfish <laughs> it makes me feel it makes me feel a lot worse now <laughs> I'm gonna start my, with salted uh, caramel mine's got a very, very big head on it if you're not watching the video it's lightly haze lots of little bubbles it's um straw coloured very hoppy Ooh. The salted caramel IPA, so yeah, it's got that like ambery orange colour to it, and it smells. The head on it was fine. Um, it's it's still there a bit. And some nice lacing on there, and then uh, it does smell caramelly. It smells like a burnt biscuit. It smells like yeah, that biscuity biscuity elementary. Yeah, like salted caramel. It's the maltiness to that. Hmm. Oh my god, it tastes really like salted caramel um i didn't i know i said it smelt like it but i wasn't expecting that to fall because it's an ipa i wasn't expecting it to capture the salted caramel element to the level it did it really genuinely tastes like a like a salted caramel like some type of toffee wait till you blend it with the pear oh (laughs) hold on let me have another sip of this then i'll have a sip of the pear um so this is a small ipa it has got equinox Simcoe and Laurel Cryo hops in it. Um, definitely getting that. I'm getting the Laurel a lot. I quite like Laurel. Maybe a little bit of Equinox because Equinox gives me like green pepper. Mm. I can smell a little bit of that in the back. But on taste, it's quite melony, Ooh. which I quite like. Melon, citrus. It's very light um, and easy drinking, obviously, because it is a small IPA coming in at 3%. I like it. It's sessionable. I'm a bit concerned about the sour, to be honest, because I think it's probably, like I said, it's probably slightly past its its BBE. Um, I don't really get pear. I get more of like a like a pickly type smell oh. to it. But I think it's because obviously with the sour, it must be more acidic, and it's difficult with pear. I think pear is a very delicate smell to have. So to have it in something that is more sharp and acidic, it might just be that's how it's landed in the smell. Because I wouldn't say it is pickled, but it has that pickled smell to it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I'm going to have a sip. Oh, I'm nervous. Oh, my God. No, it's really pear-like. But it is still sharp, um, which you don't, obviously, you don't normally get. It's like somebody took pear juice and just somehow, it's not as acidic as you think at all, but it's like, it's a sharp version of pear juice. All right. I'm going to mix them together. How much do you think? Like, did you do a 50-50? Um, I think I put, I added a little bit of caramel at a time to the pear. I'm going to try that then. Until I was happy with it. It's been a while since I drank this one. I just remember that it was good. Oh my God, it's so many interesting flavours coming mm-hmm. together. Oh, it's really interesting. Anyone that's listening to this is like, this is the most boring thing to listen to is me <laughs> swirling and mixing things and going, oh, that's interesting. I'm aware. I know that's not the most interesting thing, but I just, I don't have words because it is just really, like, really oh, good. wow. I didn't yeah. expect that. I expect it to be a bit more like, yeah, you get the flavours, but maybe a bit more dulled down. Yeah. But if you've not had an Herb Nort beer blender, go check out um, New Zealand Beer Collective. See if they've got oh, some God. because they are 
amazing this is amazing and yeah they are fun and you get to play with it a bit because you can like 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 joseph you can have it on its own and then you slowly mix them together and just see how the taste evolves and it's just it is so it's a unique thing to do i I love that i just love the concept i would like other breweries to do please (laughs) yeah i I love beer blenders like i think anytime i get the bit we did the whole beer blending episode because of how much i love beer blenders so yeah um Okay, we've done this now. I'm going to keep sipping on this because this is good. I've given my my thoughts of, oh, wow, that's amazing. Um, and people are like, okay, talk about something other than how amazing this thing I can't have is. Um, plans for 2022. What? So do you have any proper like goals that you've set for yourself that you want to hold yourself accountable for? I want to build Love Be Learning more. Um, just before Christmas, I had this harebrained idea of starting to sell beer printables um so love beer learning now has an etsy shop and um it's it i've got thoughts on what i want to develop that to be um like when i when i say beer printables you're like what what are you talking about woman right so a beer printable like beer tasting note sheets in various different sizes so you can keep your notes on something beer tasting party kits where you get the printable bits for that like a flight board and a tasting guide and a note sheet so that you can set up your own beer tasting party with a guide written by me, a certified beer server and owner of a beer school, telling you how to taste beer, what things you need to think about to set up your party. Um, Those are currently available. If you're looking for something to do for New Year's, go grab yourself a beer tasting party kit it's, it's printable so you don't you can just print it to... you don't like you, you can say, leave it right up to the last minute instant download print out as many as you need go for it uh, you can even do it virtually if we are in a situation where you can't get together with people once you've downloaded it you can email it to your friends set up a zoom link work out what beers you want to get or what beers you've both got do it that way um and then in the future i'm thinking journal like a beer journal page set over time add up different journal pages like not just your notes maybe different styles of taking notes your favorite like a list of your favorite hops your favorite breweries um list of hop flavors um malt flavors like maybe flavor wheels and things like that in there vocabulary lists that you can add to it to help with your beer education um and then expanding the party scene and looking at setting up your beer and cheese party setting up a beer and chocolate pairing party things like that so i'm excited about that (laughs) if you can't tell but my beer printables empire is fledgling (laughs) but i'd like to build on that next year your beer your beer printables (laughs) empire i love that email me at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com and tell me what beer printables you want to see because i've seen your flight board ones and i think like the flight board ones are quite cool because like if you're in a like in my house there's two of us I can get a few cans together and I've got some, like enough tasting glasses that I can virtually like build us a flight board with you know four cans can make two flight boards you mean this yes I <laughs> mean that. to have one to hand um, it's got four <laughs> spots on it that you can stand a tasting glass on fits perfectly Ooh, <laughs> if you're watching the video and then it's numbered and it's got spaces for you to put the beer name the brewery the beer style and the ABV on um, and you can just print as many of those as you like. You could laminate them and use them over and over again. 
That's quite smart, actually, laminating yeah. and then getting like a pen and. Yeah, you can get a wipeable pen then, whiteboard pen, wipe it on, wipe it off again for later. That's quite smart and environmentally friendly. Environmentally friendly. That's a good one. Maybe we'll have that as a separate buy then. Separate buy, a pre-laminated. But yeah, no, I think that's that's like, I think that one is brilliant because I don't think I've seen, I don't think I've seen anybody like set something like that up. Like you can make one for yourself, but it never looks as nice as when somebody's, properly done and set up like you, you've got it set up really nice and spaced out really nice well, thank it's, you <laughs> I mean, I feel, I'm biased obviously <laughs> but uh in a good I don't think I'm biased I think like genuinely like you do have some good products and stuff like that I mean I've literally I've, I've joined your beer tent I pay to go to beer tent you do like, you pay to come and listen to people <laughs> I, pay to go, beer. I, I pay to go to beer tent it's not <laughs> like you know it's not like I'm being biased where I'm like oh she's let me into the beer tent so it's yeah, it is definitely pay her every month so it's definitely it's good, like I think it's good value for money and I think yeah that's a good goal to have whether well, what is that is it literally just that do you have anything else you want to um I'd like more people to come and join beer tent if you'd like to learn if you'd like to learn about beer styles <laughs> every Joanne's month, private plugging yeah we're just gonna plug we're just gonna plug love beer learning why not um beer tent is uh, the beer tent society is my beer membership every month we look at a different beer style you get to learn about the history and the style guidelines for it. And we do a guided tasting. You can ask me your questions about beer and I will answer them. Um, some of these beer principles might make their way into the beer tent if you are a member to get those. So £10 a month. Come and join us. We have a great time. It's, it is quite fun, to be fair. It's like a nice little conversation. As well. And I like that um, I've been absolutely rubbish the last few months. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't sugarcoat but it's it okay my feelings because Joanne. if you're out there's a replay and you can this watch it back any time this is the point so. that i was going for was like i'm in the u.s for when this next yeah. one's happening and i'm definitely out and about on that day when this is going down so it's not like i can even drink no. in the u.s along or anything like that <laughs> got the beers for it so it's like well i'll just come back and i'll just it'll be when i'm sad to be i won't be sad to be back I'll, when i'm sad to leave my family yeah i'll be like eh, i've got a quarantine now for however many days at home oh, i'll just do some some beer taste catch up on the beer taste <laughs> i'll do the yeah of course catch up on the for all the other months <laughs> that i don't have an excuse for other than i was i was out i'm really sorry right and if you and the thing is if you join the beer tent now all the previous trainings for a whole year are in there for you to go back and peruse at your leisure which is pretty cool i guess like if yeah. you live with if you live with somebody else as well that's also into beer and you're not doing it by yourself either watching the replay because what's really fun about doing it live is you can chat to other people i imagine if you're watching it back by yourself you might just be like oh i wish i had that interest but if you're with somebody else in the house with you and you're both watching it together you can both have a chat together about it so yeah. it makes the replay even better yeah that's your personal plug-in as well joanne's joanne's what she wants to do for 2022 plug love beer learning (laughs) convert the masses why not beer principles empire come let come learn about beer with me i can vouch for that like i said beer educators cannot live on free content alone that is true (laughs) that is very i'll pay the bills and buy all this beer (laughs) so you know as well we want to build the podcast you can join the join the Patreon account. I don't, pl- I don't love plug this. <laughs> I never plug this one. I just let you yeah. do the play. I was like, oh, you don't have to though. <laughs> You'd like to support Love Beer Learning and A Woman's Brew the Podcast. There is a two pound <laughs> membership option to support us. 
Come join I, us now. I, I feel like because I'm beer adjacent, I'm like, oh, I have no, I have no business. You're, you're properly in beer. And I feel like because I'm beer, I feel like I'm not, but (laughs) you you definitely are. And I feel like because I'm beer adjacent, I'm like, I have no business asking anyone for anything. (laughs) You do because you educate people as well. It's your expertise that you have that you're sharing. I educate educate people the things they don't necessarily want to know about, but I let them know about it anyways. The preach of the good word. yeah, so I've got an. Ex- I feel like I've got an extensive list of things I want to do in twenty twenty two. So, firstly, I want to go, and this encompasses like me personally, but stuff I want to do for the podcast as well. Um, I want to go on more beer adventures, like mm-hmm. specifically. So I'm trying to do like I'm trying to set like really realistic goals, like stuff that I think that I could actually achieve. Um, so I don't want to make it something like so ambitious that it becomes a mission to tackle it and then I don't do it and then I let myself down. So I've started off small and I've said like beer adventures. Well, I'd love to go back to like places like Sheffield and Nottingham and stuff like that. I want to go to some new places at a minimum. I'd quite like to go to Liverpool and Newcastle. I don't think those two places in the span of 12 months is a particularly big wild ask. So I'd quite like to see that. I'd quite like to go for beer adventures outside of the Bermondsey Beer Mile in London because I feel like mm-hmm. every time I go into London for beer, it's it's to Bermondsey. Yeah. Um, I feel like we need to go visit Solvay, that's Orbit, it, and Werewolf Beer. That's it. Is I I specifically had like I wanted to go to Solvay for the beer and yep. food pairing as well, and like that just I want to see Polly. I want to yep. do the beer and food pairing. Like I think that'll be really cool, really fun orbit which you'll be hearing about soon the tap room sounds so 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 fun very yeah. like my style so gonna get my uh <laughs> my death camp for cutie records out or whatever and I'm gonna go and uh make everyone cry for 20 straight minutes with my death cab which would be great uh so yeah that's something I'd like to quite like to do and yeah werewolf beer as well um I have set myself that I'd like to go to at least two beer festivals. And again, I don't think two in the span of 12 months. on which ones? That's a good question. Um, I don't think I... Li- so I didn't really limit myself to calling it out, but I would like to do Bigfoot again because mm-hmm. I, I really genuinely did have a lot of fun at Bigfoot. There was so much good beer, so much good food and like decent music as well. And there was so much to do. Uh, so I would quite like to do Bigfoot again. Um, I think I'd like to go to Brew London. I'd be happy to go to Bristol again because it's quite a good scene down there. I've got friends in Bristol, so it's just a nice overall meetup. And then you can go to all the places. If you go the night before, you can go to all the places again as well. Um, I didn't go to Beer Central, but I'd quite like to go to Beer Central or s- something further up up the north way i think Leeds was amazing good. yeah i'd nottingham also i mean amazing to be fair i could have easily said a beer adventure in leeds because i feel like that's an easy one as well um but yeah no i'm i'm not particularly fast i've got a whole list of festivals i'd like to go to but like i think um was gencraft that got cancelled this year i'd quite i'd quite like to go to gencraft if that, if that happens that's over out your way yep uh, but yeah at least two minimum but as as like a guest even if it's like one day as a guest like I'd still like to go as a paying yeah. 
person for a day where I'm not like working but then equally I would like to work at least one beer festival next year separate to attending it so uh yeah my services are for hire so <laughs> I think there's I mean, I'm not even, at least not, one brewery if not two when, that will when, when, I, on that when I when I say for hire it's like uh, I just mean that I'll just give you my time for free <laughs> and I will quite happily go it's fun for me I like it um I did put that I want to visit at least one brewery abroad and I specifically put in brackets that Boston doesn't count because again that's 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 easy I I want to challenge myself I want to see more places and go more places and that's not really a challenge um yeah I'm trying to think I'm gonna cut out some of them because I feel like I've set myself a lot of goals so I'm gonna take some of them out and I will say that I'd like to brew another beer in 2022 um, and I want to aim to post at least one blog post per month on average for the year. So it doesn't matter if I do 12 in one month. I'd like to have a total of 12. So I have an average of one a month for a year. <laughs> Brilliant. I think that's a very good goal. And I'll end it on I would like to be able to continue doing the podcast for another year, including doing interviews and all that kind of stuff. Because um, I, mean, I think that's a given. It's fun. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was like the easy one. Like you yeah. have to set yourself an easy one. You're like, I can hit that one. That's yeah. Good. But yeah, that's that's all my goals. I feel like I feel like I was like, hang on. Like when you have a, a scroll that like a, a king does a scroll, <laughs> it just like rolls. Out. I'm like, let me go through. My, my I mean, I, I would like to visit some other places. I'd like to visit maybe York, mm. um, Liverpool. I'd like to do Leeds properly because I only really did the festival um i it's on the list but i don't think i'll get to it next year but you never know i'd like to go to bamberg oh yeah yeah yeah. and do you know smoked beer in bamberg that'd be amazing yep um i'd definitely like to brew another beer with someone if you are a brewery and you'd like to brew with us let us know we will clean out the mash tun for you we won't even we won't even insist it be pumpkin i promise no we won't (laughs) we'll be best behavior please (laughs) We'll do whatever you want to do. We'll, you can choose and we'll just clean yeah, up. Yeah, it's, it's just fun, isn't it? It's yeah. just a fun experience. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, that's our goal set, I think. Yeah. That leaves us with the one last part, which is going to be the 10, out of the 10 we picked last year to try and buy more of, what have we ticked off? And what are our new 10 for this year? So we're going to go get another beer and we'll come back with a final part. Sorry. Um, our beer review yes what did we actually manage to tick off our list and what didn't we and what we're going to have to accomplish accompany this i know it's not craft i know everyone's gonna don't at us i don't at me and we don't at me yeah don't at me because Um, i know that it's not i know it's a macro brewery but i actually enjoy drinking camden to be fair in the words of james blunt one of the most exciting breweries in london Spoiler if you haven't seen Beer Masters. I mean, but to be fair, so <laughs> this one we I saw at uh, Waitrose because yes. I was being uh, very posh, thank <laughs> you very much. Yeah, I was being a bougie bitch and <laughs> I saw Camden Beer 2021 Barrel-Aged Imperial Pilsner and I was like, that actually sounds quite interesting. 500 mils. Like, like the bottle's interesting too. Imperial Pilsner. And I thought, I got it reduced. Got it on reduced price. (laughs) Like a two pound discount on it. Thank you. Like I said, I understand that it's not. I appreciate it's macro. It's not craft, whatever else. But it was like the fact. It it felt thematic. It was twenty twenty one, and I don't actually think I've ever seen 
a barrel-aged imperial pilsner before and that's not to say that it hasn't happened it's just i've not personally seen it myself i don't think i've drank one myself at least knowingly so it seems like the really great way to finish off an episode recapping it just looks really festive there's like fireworks all over it yeah and and i admittedly like i really don't well camden's not necessarily my go-to if i'm in a pub and there's a choice between a few different things Camden is actually the one I go for. I don't think Camden's that bad. I, I quite like in summer they do strawberry hells forever, and I really like their strawberry hells. Yeah, I it's, it's not really bad. Good. I find it's just a it's a it's a cheap fridge filler yeah. that you can get for when people are coming over, yeah. and it's actually quite good for mass production. I personally think so. Um, I don't feel too bad about it, and I've got a Camden glass that when I got my strawberry hells <laughs> pack when I had company around. Uh, earlier this year it was like you could get this pa- a four pack of uh, strawberry hills forever and get a free glass that says beer on it so Thank i was you. like i'm gonna go with that so i'm gonna drink it out of that glass. crack it open and then we'll get into this might be quite a festive oh, one to have for the new year celebration might well be reduced go to waitrose see if you can get it go get your inner bougie bitch on right go to and then look at the good belgian beers that they've got yeah, and that's the thing is like waitress's selection was so good, but I was so out. I went there to try to get a nice present for somebody. It's not like I don't just go into waitress on the regs. Uh, and then I saw this when I was looking for, I was looking for a different beer for something Joe and I were doing. Saw this one and was like, oh, I think I'll get this one then. <laughs> it almost smells a bit fruity. Um, so it does say that it's been aged for six months in a mix of apricot brandy, almanac, and sweet white wine barrels. Huel Melon. Yeah, and, and there's Huel Melon in it, yeah. That's it. That smell is Huel Melon. I'm, getting the, I'm, I'm getting... getting the oaky barrel. I'm getting apricot. I'm getting the melon. I'm getting, um, I want to say a touch white wine, but I don't think it's necessarily white wine specific, but it's that vi- it's it's the vinous. Qu- yeah, it's so it's the vinous quality, but I would agree that it's white wine because it's not as, um, I think like I feel like, like red wine can be quite pungent and yeah. and f- like dark fruits, whereas it is, yeah. it's like a lighter Vinous aroma, and it's so, that, yeah, it's that barrel as well, like the oaky, yes. slightly vanillary, gives you white wine vibe sometimes. Yeah, I think it does have sort of like a light woody element to yeah. it. Yeah, right. It's it. quite, to be fair, it's quite complex, like in aroma for anything I've had from any other sort of macro brewery. <laughs> it tastes like coconut. It does. That's the wood. <laughs> no, that's that will come from the wood. It's chemicals that come out of the wood. Um, it's a shame because the. Aroma does not carry through into the taste. <laughs> no. I'm a bit disappointed, actually. Yeah. Because it smells I... so complex. And you're like, oh, this is going to be really good. And then you're like, oh. But it's not even, it's not, for me, it's not crisp enough. I want it to be crisper. It's because of the barrel aging. Yeah, but that's... that in the linger. But that's like, if, like but I think for me, if someone's like a Pilsner, I'm like, oh, it will be this nice, like, crispy boy. Yeah. No, and, it's not. And it's not a crispy boy at all. No. It's a bit sad. I mean, it's all right it's it's not bad but it's not matching what in yeah. my head so i had an idea of what yeah. i was expecting in my head yeah um which i kind of to some element didn't know what to expect because i was like yeah. i don't think i've ever had a barrel aged pilsner full stop um and how that barrel aging might impact it like you said um but then also the smell then gave me a totally different expectation than what i already had in my head and the taste has led to neither of those things. <laughs> I don't know if That's the complexity <laughs> will come through as it warms up. 
technically, a pilsner, you want to drink quite chilled anyway. But maybe the complexity of this will come through as it warms up. I think without that carbonation, it ends up landing a bit flat for me. It tastes a little bit flat. And I think because there's the fruitiness as well, the fruitiness with the lack of crisp in there lands in a way that is very flat. Yeah. It's not even very highly carbonated either, is it? It's like quite softly carbonated. Well, it is boozy Like I want a bit more, yeah, I want a bit more of a kick. But it's coconut. I was not expecting coconut, man. That's from the barrels. That's a weird thing, isn't that? <laughs> Maybe Can we just take a minute? Celebration. Can we just take a minute to appreciate like how weird that is? Yeah. There's like, oh yeah, you just get coconut from barrels. Like so in coming from the wood, it's something called lactones, and they provide floral aromas and flavours and sometimes coconut. I mean, this is full on coconut. Vanilla comes from phenolic so, aldehydes and simple sugars come out and that gives you caramel. I thought you said formaldehydes. <laughs> bit phenolic aldehydes. Yeah, I, thought, I was like, oh, that's grim. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to drink that. No. Yeah, I don't know. So it says like apricot brandy. So six months in a mix of apricot brandy. Oh, I can't say that word, so I'm not going to say it. Almanac. 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 Uh, and sweet white wine barrels and I get I do kind of understand like the boozy like the booziness that's coming off of it is definitely a white wine slat like some element of it is like a white wine type uh booziness and some of it is definitely like a brandy booziness I don't know if that makes sense because I know that they're two very different things but I do get kind of both of those but yeah I'm a bit I hope my 2021 new year isn't (laughs) Like, I hope this isn't representative. Fancy trying it. Wait, check that it's unreduced. <laughs> yeah, I'm really sorry, Camden, because I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to piss in your Cheerios or anything like that, Camden. But I just, yeah, I think it was like... I mean, I feel like this is karma for us buying Camden. It is karma for us buying <laughs> Camden for a craft beer podcast. We, we did get. this to us. It's what we, we get. Did this to us. We did this to ourselves. <laughs> I'll stand yeah, we've by. We've got to it. pay I'll the still... consequences. Then we've got to pay the price and live with consequences. I still like strawberry hells forever. But <laughs> anyway, will let's I get talk this about again. More Probably not. <laughs> let's move on to more interesting breweries. <laughs> right? Did you manage to try all of the breweries that you wanted to this year, Tori? Powell? I did not. <laughs> Neither I, did I ticked off one, two. So I did ten. So it was ten last year. Yeah. And I ticked off eight out of the ten. Uh, to buy slash try now I picked ones that were all ones that I had never had before um wanted to buy so even if I hadn't physically tried it yet I had purchased the can um and I considered it ticked off once I purchased it because obviously it was something that I would be trying in the future uh but there's two I have it there's rules that I set for myself to this kind of thing um the two that so basically I'll just run through quickly mm-hmm. I've got uh Pentridge which I've done Crafty Cats which I've done Trinity which I have not done and I'm gutted because I really really want to try them but every time I went to go put orders in it was like if I was ordering from a bottle shop like they didn't have their stuff and I could order direct um yeah but it was just I was trying to be really good about my ordering after a certain point in the year because I was spending a lot of money on beer uh, so I just haven't got there yet. Uh, but Cantillion, I managed to get not only one, but two different Cantillions this year. St. Mars the Desert, I did manage to have like two or three St. Mars, which is good. 
at good things I got, overtone I got, equilibrium I even got, and I think I even had two different equilibriums. Um, Proud beer I did not manage to get. Now, that one's difficult because you have to buy that in larger packs Mm. and no bottle shop seemed to sell it. So my problem is that like Proud Beer only kind of makes one or two different beers and I want to buy from them because I want to support the LGBTQ um, brewery, basically. But I don't need 12 of the same beer because I have so much beer that it's just that would be an overload. That's why I've not managed to get it. So if anybody is buying it and will let me buy one off them or they want to do a group order, happy to do it. Um, I just don't need 12 12 bottles of of one thing. Uh, But the last one I've got is Dingbat Beer, which I have managed to get. Um, So, yeah, it's just Trinity and Proud that I didn't manage to do. So what about you? What's what's your... Um, So I had 10 when we did our episode on that. Um, And then I did another 10 in the middle of the year as well. So my first Ambitious. 10, Braybrook, drunk a lot of Braybrook this year. Very pleased with that. Um, Dig, I've had a couple of digs, so we can take that one off. Donzoko, I've had a few Donzoko, so that was good. Uh, Brew by Numbers, definitely have drunk more of theirs this year. Haven't been made biased by the can art. Um, Pretty good stuff. Yonder, I've had Yonder. Um, Play Bruco, I've had a couple of theirs. I managed to get the drumstick beer managed to have that it was it was good i picked that up while i was in nottingham i still want the profiteroles i still want the profiterole one um pomona island i've had some of pomona finally um i've had a few more hammerton hang on can we scroll back when you say finally what do you mean by finally because i've never really had um pomona because they tend to do hoppy beers kelsaprice i feel like pomona is one of those like year-round hotnesses yeah, I've had like me. so many promoters because they do yeah. like really good sours as well. And I've, yeah, I've had Christmas, some of their sours. So that's where I've had, I've had some of their sours. So yeah. Oh, that's just hard to know. Yeah. That surprised me when you said I finally got around. Yeah, to no, I didn't. I, like, I didn't get a lot of this because most of the ones that I see are they're hoppy beers, and I'm not that into it. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Hamilton. I've had a few, few more Hamilton this year because before I'd only really had Crunch. Um, I, I've had more Fierce. I've had a lot of Fierce. That I this mean, makes really fierce good beers. <laughs> fierce make really good beers. They do. I've also had um, Gordon bought me for Christmas last year their Fierce by Nature Sour Range. Drunk all of those. They were good. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Uh, ones I didn't get hold of were kind of Scottish breweries that I can't get hold of all the way down here. Um, I wanted to try Acid Brewing Cartel, Wasted Degrees, and Chromaty, and I didn't get any of those. Um, and then I set myself some more <laughs> in the middle of the I, year. I like the ambition of like there was yeah. three I didn't get. I'm setting yeah. more, but it's fine. <laughs> Because I felt like they they were just not going to happen, so it's fine. That's fair. Um, I then wanted to try pillars. I've bought some pillars. I haven't drunk it yet. Let's do your body counts. Yeah, so so we're getting there. Um, Echo had a whole bunch of Echo, and I've got more Echo. Love Echo. They're one of my faves. Big tick off for them. Um, I wanted to try Docker, who are local to us. I've had theirs. You've had some of theirs as well. I've had some of theirs. Yeah. Um, I, I ticked off someone I didn't even know I wanted to try until yeah. I tried it. <laughs> yep. Um, I wanted to try Loki. I've managed to get a plethora of Loki bottles. Very pleased with that. that... I'm more annoyed because I was like, I don't know, like I don't like barley wine. I don't need it. And then they like give it the best names and the best yeah. artwork. And I was like, fine, all right, I'll get it. And then they're like, yeah, we're gonna just make like peanut butter and jelly. And I was like, fucking take my money. This right. is this is so not good. fair. So <laughs> um, I wanted to drink Neptune. 
hello <laughs> neptune on today i put an order in direct with neptune just bought loads of neptune so i've had plenty of neptune um flock who are local to me i've bought one of theirs i still haven't drunk it is that the day collab yeah i've still got that one i haven't drunk it have you drunk it yet i have not I have <laughs> i do as well um they are opening a tap room in canterbury very soon so you're gonna have to come visit and we'll go there and you'll like their beers and i'll be like it's okay because it's you'll be like it's fine <laughs> it's hoppy um tartarus i have had a tartarus i've got more tartarus in the fridge and i would like to get more they are next level yeah they're so good um i wanted to try more Anspatch and hob day i've got my Anspatch and hob day t-shirt on i've drank a lot of Anspatch and hob day i cannot uh, exalt their beers enough because they do brilliant traditional styles as well as interesting ones um i want to drink more abbeydale now i think i have drunk more abbeydale because we had it while we were up in sheffield you did yeah um but I would like to drink more of their Funk Dungeon stuff because I think that's the really interesting things. The Funk Dungeons are. I, I have them. Um, we got the peach and pumpkin. Was it a Saison or a Sour? Saison. Saison. Have you had we it? Got, no, I haven't because um, I've been saving it for the right moment because I'm like, it's just weird and wonderful enough that I don't want to just have it. My beer advent calendar. Of course it, it was. Is. I've got it in the fridge. I've got it in the fridge, like ready to be plucked out. It's right at the front of the fridge, ready to be plucked out and tried. But I'm just, I was like, it never felt like the right time to I'm appreciate gonna, I'm it. I'm not going to talk about it because I think you need to experience yeah, it. Yeah, I don't want any bias. No, no don't want It's bias. actually all right when um, it's warming up. It's just not Yeah, crisp. I told you it'd be better when it warmed up, which is not correct for a Beatles now. Um, I then wanted to try more double-barreled. I have tried more double-barreled because... They're sours. Um, despite having had a lot of reading beers because you you get them for me i've not had a lot of double barreled um i wanted to try more liquid light i have been to liquid light and drunk a lot of liquid light and here we are again absolutely love them by liquid light everybody um and i want to try good things now we did have a, a good things on our uh, on our saisons episode we did yeah but unfortunately obviously they're trying to rebuild their brewery so i haven't been able to have any more no but you did have the one. I did have the one, so that's okay. I've put money. I, I um, donated to the cause as well. So yeah, we both donated to the cause yeah. because we want to see them back up and running. Yeah. So, what breweries do you want to try next year? So, um, so to start with a ten again, um, I have carried over. So obviously, I still have like a little bit of time to try to get Trinity and Proud beer, but the reality is, where I'm leaving in a few days to exit the country for a few weeks it's probably not going to happen so what i've done is i've carried over trinity and proud because i don't want to be a cheater i've added them on the list i feel like i'll keep cycling them through until i tick yeah. them off That's um fair. trinity will be easy proud probably not so those are my first two uh i've given myself challenges for some of them but realistic challenges mm-hmm. again, like with the goals. So I've given myself meals brewing. I haven't had any meals, and I feel like that mm. is something that realistically I could get hands on. Yeah. I could have. Um, I've put the brewery again. Realistically, I probably could get it. It is on the more expensive side because of what it is, where they're from, everything, uh, the import on it. I've put uh, STF which is Simple Things Fermentation. Really hope to try some of them, which I only found out about really when we did the podcast with um be a snack club be a snack club yeah yeah uh and and that was sort of when i found out 
about who they were and then I looked and I was like they've got some really interesting stuff so you've got a wheat wine yeah sounds really interesting I've got a Christmas list (laughs) I've got a pockle brew which I feel like that's kind of cheating because I know that I've already ticked that one off (laughs) because I placed the order like you placed the order on behalf of both of us so (laughs) kind of tick that but it's not in my uh, general area it's not in the right, so that abides by your rules does it so yeah it's okay, it counts okay. there's rules for everything um i put blender just because i've seen blender like quite a lot being posted i know it's one of the top breweries on untapped but i've never actually tried any of their stuff myself um there might have been something i've had that's been a collaboration but i've never actually bought direct from them so i'd quite like to see what just they do i'd like to know more about them full stop um Glass House was one that I was like an it was my batch of ones if I completed all 10 would be on the next batch um never got around to completing all 10 so I'm pulling that forward it's coming on this list again kind of cheating I put Little Pomona that cider but I hear so many amazing things about Little Pomona that I really want to try them and then the last one I've got is Little Earth Project Oh, have you never I've had seen... Little Earth Project? No. Never. No. Nope. They're really good. No, nope. but I see them a lot. I see them posted yeah. about a lot and their stuff looks really good. Um, so I'd quite like to. If I've had them, I've not known that I've had them because it will have been like a collaboration that their name was probably really small on the side or something like that. Um, the honorable mentions that I put in, I put two honorable mentions in this time. One was Cult of Oak because I hear everyone raving about it, but I know how difficult they are to get, and I know that the reality of it is probably. I think we just like, need to get so to a beer festival that they're going to be at. I think that's well, that, we well, that's it. But I didn't want to put it on the list of like things I have or, to try and buy, knowing it's really difficult. Loki has just done uh, is doing collaboration with them. So. Yeah, but again, I kind of feel like it's cheating when it's a collaboration. I like it to be like straight from that brewery. Okay, fine. So I feel like that one was a bit more of a cha- like too much of a challenge. So I was like, I'm not going to put that pressure on me. Um, but the other one was the Asvex Brewing. I want to try some of their stouts because obviously mm-hmm. I had the three beers sent to me. I did some write-ups for them on that. Um, like everyone had those three beers sent to them. I don't mean that in a way of like, <laughs> I am quite important. Um, but uh, there was no stouts in it and I'd be quite keen to see what they can do with stouts. And they've just released two stouts and one of them was a peanut butter brownie. And that sounds amazing um unfortunately i'm not buying them only because i'm going to the us but if there's anyone i get back and the finances sort of build back up i would love to try that but i didn't put it on my list only because i've had them before so i like to do new versus try more of so what about your new list of 10 um so mine are ones that either i've only had a couple of and i'd like to have some more of or they are ones that i've not had anything of um epochal i've got a box over there with them in <laughs> so that one is good to go um as i said more abbeydale funk dungeon um i'm really sad i didn't pick up the sheffield red while we were up there because mm. that sounds amazing uh funky fluid because they look like they do some really interesting sours i have a collaboration they've done with Ooh. i want to say lervig i've got two of theirs i think nice. one's a lervig collab one might be an omnipolo one Ooh exciting um cult of oak are on my list as well i reckon we can make that happen in a year i reckon we can totally make that happen oh, yeah it's just so limited isn't it <laughs> that i'm like oh i just don't i don't have that drive to be like oh i've got a hit set now i'm like if they're not there they're not there <laughs> we can make it happen i'm sure we can 
Um, New Bristol Brewery. Now, I've had a couple really of theirs, good. but I'd like more because their stouts look phenomenal. Their stouts are phenomenal. And you were describing them, so it sounds amazing. <laughs> um, I've only had a couple of St. Mars of the Desert. I'd like some more. I'd like to go to St. Mars of the Desert. Yeah. Um, there you I'd go. Like... That's one of your goals for 2022. <laughs> go. I want to go to St. Mars of the Desert. Um, I want to try some more Rock Leopard because I've not had many of theirs. I don't think I've had any. I think I must have had something oh i think i've had, had a collaboration with cloud water that they had i think i've had like two or three yeah. of theirs um but they are that because they aren't so widely produced like yeah. they are more difficult to get yeah. yeah um i want to try more beretta because we had one at the shakespeare that lucienne recommended for us it was beautiful so i want to try some more of that they are italian um i want to try some more holy goat i've only had one of theirs theirs are amazing I've got one of theirs. If next oh. time we meet up, I will take it okay. and share it. <laughs> um, I also want to try more STF. I had a taster of one of theirs at Brew London um, towards the end of the night. I want to buy all their beers. <laughs> I like that you specified towards the end of the night, which yeah, means right. like... Which means I can't really to... remember a lot about it. I don't think I even checked it. Yet. I think literally it was the, got to the point where it was the notes and I just put STF and that was it. Didn't even review it because it was towards the end of the night. But I know that it was really That's good. when you don't rate them. Yeah. You're like, I know I it's good, but I don't know what remember. percentage good is. Um, and then, so that's my 10, but I've then Give got lingering mentions. around on the list. I need to try flop. I need to try more Tartarus. And I need to actually drink the peel, pillars beers that I've got. Yeah, I think maybe that's one of my goals of 2022. Actually, I'm going to do a late edition goal to 2022. And that's going to be like, really try to be more careful about my spending, like, I'd like to be more, I'd like to catch up to what I have and get that under control before I start buying new ones. It's just so difficult because you're like, I could buy this thing now knowing that I won't get to drink it for quite a while, but I'll have it full stop versus never getting to try it. And I think especially where we've been going out more and more, it's made it even more difficult to drink through stock. Like I'm still buying as if I'm in lockdown and only drinking at home. And that's not what's happening. I was thinking back to where to before lockdown and when we used to go out more as opposed to drinking at home. And I had a few beers around, but definitely not. I never had this now. I never did because I, I would buy it for when I knew people were coming around. Well, a lot of the breweries weren't doing direct sales yeah. because they were going out to bottle shops. So there was a lot of things that you just couldn't get because if they weren't where you were going, you couldn't get hold of them. Like now it's very easy to get hold of all these, um, of a plethora of amazing beers. And there's just new ones coming out all the time. I, I know that like this list, that, problems, this list yo. that's it. it's like this list that I made I'm easily gonna have like another 10 because yeah. I constantly am seeing like this new brewery starting up or that new brewery starting up or you know something I haven't heard before that I find really interesting or they're putting out something that's really interesting and I'm like yeah I definitely want to try that now and I add that to the list of things I want to try and then you know before you even get to try it, there's about five new breweries that are yep. popping up. And it's just, yeah, I, I think you're totally right. Like, I never really had a big stock of beers at home pre-pandemic because I would only buy them when I knew people were coming round. I'd go out and I'd be like, cool, people are going to come around on this day, get the beers for that day, and then sorted, like, happy days. Any other time I was going out and I was drinking out and about, and now I'm like, cool lockdown happened bought all these beers and then you just keep buying them because you're so used to buying direct or from bottle shops being able to just go pick it up like click yeah. and collect is so easy but then now that we can go back out again 
you still buy because you don't want to miss out on the ones that the place you're going to doesn't have but also you want to be social and go out and try new things out and about so it's that like really awkward balance of trying new things and going out but then also trying to drink through what you've already got yeah well also not feeling like you've got FOMO and you've missed out on something. like I've had to be really good at being like I'm not gonna buy the cultivar I'm not gonna buy this I'm not gonna buy that because I just can't like financially keep spending that money I've got to be really good um and only buy what I need for the podcast but then it's like well I'll just buy what I need and then like one extra thing and then that turns into like yeah but one more thing's not gonna make it oh that's in the bargain that's in the sale bin I'll just get that as well so bad it's a nightmare it's 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 a problem (laughs) but you've got just about the right amount of beer right amount I've got the right amount I don't have too many I've got the right amount (laughs) but with that should we go finish our weird coconut Camden's what's it I said it's grown on me I'm not gonna say that I love it I'm not gonna say it's the worst thing I've ever had it gets better as it warms you get more of the white wine yeah as it warms it's still not I my think what I've done the evening not at all and what I've done is I've just removed the fact that it's a pilsner from my brain and it's yeah. made it like a little bit better in that sense um but yeah we did this to us so, yeah. so I'm gonna karma. just live Big with the karma. consequences and yeah. uh yeah go go finish drinking this um I've really loved spending the last year plus podcast with you and hanging out with you so beer bestie yeah um, brewed a beer together that was fun Brewed beer yeah. at my house. Brewed beer at your house. You stayed at my house. We tie-dyed at my house. <laughs> God, we've done so many good things this year. I really hope like next year's going to be even better. Yeah. Let's tie-dye more things. Let's tie-dye more things. <laughs> Let's, Let's tie-dye away more things. Tie-dye Excited for that. Um, well, our last actual record of the year. This is sad. Yeah. Um, Tori, if people want to come and talk to you about the karma of buying Camden beers, <laughs> where can they get hold of you? If you want to come and talk about when you make a mistake <laughs> and you're really sorry and you'll never do sorry. it again. We're sorry, you apologize. <laughs> um you can find me <laughs> on the one, the only <laughs> Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism, unless you want to find me on TikTok because that's where I put dog pics <laughs> I do dog vids and then sometimes the occasional I broke a glass video so <laughs> yeah you can find me pretty much on Instagram and then I have a link in my profile I've got a link tree that will link you to anything else that you might want to find me on but probably don't so it's okay Joe, where can people find out about your empire your printable empire and love beer learning <laughs> Come join my beer education empire. Um, if you want to talk to me about um, my mission to get some cult, cult of oak, I am a woman's brew on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, I mostly hang out on Instagram and you'll find the podcast there as well. Or come and join Love Beer Learning. Come and learn about beer with me. Um, come and get your beer printables from me. Love Beer Learning is on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on TikTok. We're on Pinterest. And now we're on Etsy as well. Come find us. Um, That's a new one to add to the list. Yeah, new one to add to the list. It keeps getting longer. Um, (laughs) And may it get ever longer in 2022. Even longer and longer. Um, We also have a website where you can find links to all of those things, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk. And we also have an email address, which is lovebeerlearning at gmail.com email us there we'll receive that for the podcast 
let us know what breweries you want to talk want us to talk to let us know what beer styles you want us to find out more about let us know what beer festivals you want us to go to and do podcasting at tell us if you want to come talk to us email us let us know what you want for our podcast planning in 2022 yes we're going to start planning very soon yeah <clears throat> we're going to use this quiet period over the holidays to do at least beginning of the year planning so get any content you want to hear about in and we'll try to make it happen as best as we can because yep. don't ask don't get and all that fun stuff we got some That's i think worked we got out some really well idea. for us this year yeah pretty much uh i live on the philosophy of don't ask don't get so at least give it a shot and it seems to have worked out so far yeah. and um, i think we've got some really fun things that i've got in mind for 2022 that i think we both think are yeah. quite good ideas um but we're always keen to hear what you want to hear about so let us know and let us know what you're like well one thing we didn't cover was breweries of the year and i think yeah let us know what your brewery three of hills is, three is hills. definitely one of mine definitely one three of mine hills. and mirakai <laughs> mirakai echo liquid light i think yeah i think if if you if you had to say like you've got two breweries right now i'd probably go like mirakai, mirakai three hills, three hills. <laughs> like those yeah. would probably be it yeah uh so yeah let us know what your bit what your brewery of the year is or your beer of the year is or your favorite christmas beers or anything we talked about today um and hopefully i'll see you on the other side of uh america <laughs> cheers, cheers. <laughs>